0: Slash connect and fill out a very brief form. There's a spot to leave contact info, ask questions, and even to request prayer. Also, be sure to indicate that you listen to us through our SoundCloud podcast to let us know where you're listening. May the Lord be with you this day. Grace and peace to you. Well, good evening. I think the task of the preacher on Christmas Eve is, is really a couple of things. I'm supposed to do two things. Number one, don't talk too much. <laughs> I mean, it's Christmas Eve. Come on, preacher. Um, kids are excited. Moms and dads are excited. Grandmas and grandpas are excited for Christmas is coming. But number two, the second task is really to kind of just get out of the way, to let the carols and the candles the readings and the music, the liturgy, and the joy-filled season of Christmas do their work. So I'll do my best uh, today uh, to do that very thing. Um, and today, as we as we read. Um, uh, the text today, um, I'm reading one of the, the texts that has already been read today, the one from Isaiah, and I actually left my Bible in the front row, so I'm going to run down and grab that because I haven't memorized it yet today. Um, but Isaiah chapter 9, verses 2 through 7 have already been read, but I'd like to read them again. Out of reverence for the reading of God's word, would you please stand, those who are willing and able, this morning as I read from the prophet Isaiah chapter 9, verses 2 through 7. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in a pitch dark land, light has dawned. You have made the nation great. You have increased its joy. They rejoice before you as with joy at the harvest, as those who divide plunder rejoice. As on the day of Midian, you've shattered the yoke that burdened them, the staff on their shoulders and the rod of, and the rod of their oppressor. Because every boot of the thundering warriors, and every garment rolled in blood will be burned, fuel for the fire. A child is born to us. A son is given to us, and authority will be on his shoulders. He will be named Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Eternal Father, Prince of Peace. There will be vast authority and endless peace for David's throne and for his kingdom, establishing and sustaining it with justice and righteousness now and forever. The zeal of the Lord of heavenly forces will do this. This is the word of God given to us, the people of God. We say thanks be to God. Please be seated. Well, these opening two verses could sound familiar. They could sound familiar to us? Do you ever feel like we are a people walking in darkness, like we're living in a pitch dark land? The people of Israel surely knew that feeling. Uh, Isaiah was a prophet primarily to the southern kingdom of Judah. Uh, Israel had been divided into two kingdoms, the northern kingdom and the southern kingdom, Um, and Judah was in a dark season. Word on the street is that their northern brothers and sisters had turned on them. The, the Israel, the northern kingdom, had conspired with Syria to, to move against them, probably to save their own skin a little bit. But before they could, Assyria invaded Israel, the northern kingdom, and now was a threat from the north. And there were threats from within. A wicked leader had turned from the worship of Yahweh to the worship of idols. Threats from inside and threats from outside. And the people had turned to idols. You know, we're tempted by idols as well, things that look tempting and worthy, but leave us disappointed and empty in our lives. Like Israel, we face threats too, both internal and external. There's no lack of people, or websites, or news channels, or elected leaders, or even crazy uncles. Don't look at somebody beside you. telling us of of what we should be afraid of these days, what the threats are that are out there. And as I read today, it reminded me of those first two verses, people who walked in darkness, those who lived in a land of deep darkness. But this passage is a passage of hope. This passage speaks of light breaking into that situation of celebration and of praise today. Despite the days of darkness, the prophet speaks of a great nation. A great nation of increased joy. A yoke that had burdened them, that was shattered and shaken off. The staff and the rod, images of violence that were done away with and were no more the boots and the garments of warriors burned in the fire and done away with it was the people of God who longed for this to come to pass the worshipers of Yahweh and the people who looked for messiah to come longing for this peace in the world and that's our desire too. Where the strife and discord that seem to envelop and control our world might be diffused and turned loose. The hope and vision of a world without war that rejects violence and the pain and the cost that comes with it. The prophet hints at that. The prophet says, light is breaking in. And if we had stopped reading at about verse 5, where where the prophet had talked about all these things that, that were happening and could happen and will happen, my thought would be, how? How is this going to work? How will this come about? How will we achieve that place? The world tends to have common and similar theories about this. How do, we, how do we achieve peace? How do we get there? We form strategic alliances. Certainly the northern kingdom had tried that and it didn't work out well for them. The human way is often amass armies and artillery and carry the biggest and strongest stick. Have the power. Have the influence. Lobby to get the most pull that you can in order that peace might come. You know, so often in this world, human wisdom leads us this direction. Human wisdom says, go this way. And scripture calls us to go in another direction. Something that we're not used to. Something that feels a little unexpected. A little abnormal. It was Jesus on the Sermon on the Mount in the Gospel of Matthew that said, you have heard it said... And then he would say something, and he would say, but I say to you, the disciples jockeyed for position, and Jesus said, that's not the way it will be with you. We don't live that way. Jesus' words in the New Testament kind of shocked the people in those days, but I'm not sure it should have, for they were well-versed in how the prophets spoke and, and the writings of the Jewish people. Yahweh had revealed the plan that was so uh, unorthodox years and centuries before. Because after the hanging of the questions in verse 5, this, look at all the things that will happen. Look at how peace is going to break in. Light is going to come in and change this nation. After saying all these things, the reader is left to question how will this be done? How will you do such a thing? And it's answered in verse 6. A child is born to us. A son is given to us. The more familiar reading says, for unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. This is God's Surprising answer. This is God uh, allowing the light to break in, not with power and control and influence, but with a child, an infant. What a great reversal. What, what a new and different and subversive way of tipping the scales and making the change. And, and I guess all great leaders started out as infants. It's not lost on me that we all started out that way, right? But this baby, this baby, born in a structure meant for animals, mothered by a scandalized teenager, chased out of his homeland by a corrupt government and spent time as a foreigner and as an immigrant in a far-off land returning to the nation of Israel in humble settings and humble means as an apprentice carpenter in the family business. Oh, that we are too quick sometimes to judge and to jump to conclusions about people, about where they come from. Isaiah gives this child some amazing descriptions. Wonderful counselor. Mighty God, ever eternal Father. And this child's final role, the Prince of Peace. For a nation and for a country that was being pulled at by the seams, almost pulled apart, Isaiah's source of hope was this child. And I tell you today, ours is the same. Ours is the same today. We have this same hope. The hope of this child is still the hope of the nations. He's still our subversive and unexpected, surprising path who was marked out for us by the Father to bring hope, to bring joy, to bring love, and yes, to bring peace. And that... Brothers and sisters, is worth all of this celebration. That is what we've been waiting for. That is what Advent has been pointing to. Tonight I'm going to offer a prayer as we close. And after that, we will take this light, this light from the Christ candle, and pass it, pass it to one another representing the peace of Christ. Uh, As we do so, we're going to sing a song, so I invite the praise team to come back up and take their places. But may this close tonight remind us of this unexpected breaking in of light. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. Would you pray with me this evening? God, thank you. God, we worship you today. We worship you in that a long time ago in such an unexpected way, the fulfillment of centuries of waiting came to us as a baby, as a child, and as we hear the stories read and as we sing the carols this year, God, may you surprise us again, surprise us again with your provision, with your love, with the peace that comes from knowing and following you. I pray for us tonight, God, that you would uh, speak to us again and shape us and mold us into the likeness of this Christ who we worship. For we pray this in Jesus' name, amen. The light of Christ breaking in in little pinpoints throughout the room. Tonight, as we close, I'll offer a benediction. It's our custom to hold out our hands. Just hold out the other hand, not the one with the candle. Um, And after the benediction, I invite you to to just offer uh, Merry Christmas greetings to those that you have seen here tonight. Um, We also have a little photo booth outside in the lobby if you want to take advantage of. But uh, this benediction I offer to you from a poem called The Work of Christmas by Howard Thurman. When the song of the angels is stilled, when the star in the sky is gone, when the kings and princes are home, when the shepherds are back with their flock, the work of Christmas begins to find the lost, to heal the broken, to feed the hungry, to release the prisoner, to rebuild the nations, to bring peace among others, to make music in the heart. Go in the love and the peace of Christ. Amen. Merry Christmas. Thanks for joining us today on the Mountain Home Church of the Nazarene podcast. Don't forget to visit us at mhnazarene.org connect if you'd like to connect with us, and have a great week.